What's up, everyone? Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you in on some exciting news. My favorite event of the year, Playbook 2022, is coming up this September. This is the third year Trainual's been running it, and if you attended the last two years, you know it gets better every time. So if you're a business owner, a people leader, a marketer, this event is for you. We have amazing speakers like the marketing master himself, Seth Godin. We've got brother and sister duo, Allison and Wes Felix. You may recognize Allison from the Olympics. She's a track and field star who's won tons of gold medals in her career. And now her and her brother own Sage, which is a lifestyle sneaker brand built for and by women. Plus, we've got Caitlin Crosby, who's the founder and CEO of The Giving Keys, Jason Freed, co-founder and CEO of Basecamp, Makita Mikado, founder and CEO of PandaDoc, and more. It's two days, September 21st and 22nd. It's all virtual, so you can log in from anywhere, and it's completely free. So trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. You will learn so much about how to build an incredible culture and a more efficient business than you've ever had before. So register now. Just go to playbook2022.com. Again, totally free. I'll see you there. I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. So some employers like Apple are forcing people to come back into the office. And I think Apple's latest policy was three days a week in the office required. I actually just had lunch with a guy today who was talking about their company requiring three or four days a week. And they weren't going to enforce it, but it was recommended. And so I think this is a conversation that a lot of people are having. It made me think of in my book, when I talk about the policies in your business, one of the policies, the types of policies is the cultural norms in your business. And some of the norms in the business could be things like, uh, you know, do we post, how do we post on social media? Are we representing the company or ourselves? Uh, what is our dress code like? What are the hours of work? When do we respond to emails? Is there like a, a SLA or something on how quickly you respond to different communication uh, methods? All of those things in a business are the cultural norms. And a lot of businesses don't spell these things out. They don't take the time to explicitly state, here is what we're expecting. Here is the culture that we want as a business. And it includes these policies or these things. And so then what happens is someone starts working for that business and little by little, they uncover policies that are norms that are misaligned with how they want to operate. And so let's say an employee took a job at a company and they thought that the company was totally remote and a remote optimized company. And then all of a sudden the leadership team or whatever at that company is like, oh, you know what? Forgot to tell you, uh, we've got a policy around this. We want everybody in the office. Now, of course, there'd be like this huge backlash because that person's norms are misaligned with the company's norms. And so actually stating your norms, like companies are doing now and saying three days a week in the office required, I'm not here to argue if that's right or wrong, because I think every single business has to decide what their norms are. But what I am here to argue is that stating those things is 
what you should be doing. You should be explicitly stating all of your expectations upfront as early as you can. And so I think what's happening right now is a lot of these companies are having to create norms around remote work when they never had those. They never existed in the first place. And so the reason it seems so disruptive right now and the reason we see these things popping up in headlines every week is because a company that didn't previously have a stated norm around remote work is unveiling one. And naturally, there's going to be some shuffling with their existing employee base of some people approving and agreeing and some people disapproving and disagreeing and saying, no way, like petition, I'm not coming in. But what's happening is that those people are just sifting out. People that don't want to work in a company that forces them to come into the office are not going to work at that company. They're going to go find another company to work. The reason we just keep seeing these headlines, though, is because these norms are only now becoming established and popping up. And so what can we learn from this as business owners, as leaders? I think the lesson is to be really specific, really explicit and over communicate all of your expectations. What does it take for someone to succeed in this business? Do they have to come to your holiday party? Is that a expectation? It's funny, I was interviewing someone last week that you know didn't want to travel and had kind of a, a fear around traveling. And even the idea of a holiday party was kind of a, a deal breaker. And if that's the case, if your company really thrives on like a couple events in a year, then maybe that stated expectation up front is a really important thing for your business because it is for ours. And so the lesson again, state upfront all of your cultural norms. How do you operate? What does it take to be successful? Where have people maybe not worked out for your business in the past that you realized only six months or 12 months after they started with you and you did not even realize that it was a cultural norm, but now you've got an example that you can draw from. And now you can include that as one of the communications, one of the explicit policies that you tell people up front, because we want people to find an environment to work in that matches their norms, that helps them be aligned, that something that is a good fit for them. We don't want to put people in situations where they're not going to succeed. And so when you're hiring, you want to tell someone everything up front, same way that you probably wouldn't want to, you know, date someone on a bed of lies and lie about your job and lie about where you live and lie about your car. And then you go to like date three, date four, date five, and they find out all the lies. Like you want to tell them all the stuff up front, be truthful up front. And the same is true for employees. You want to state your expectations, state your truth, state your norms up front. Let them decide if this is the place that they want to work. It's not going to be for everyone, but it will be for the right people. So the companies that are rolling these policies out, they know that they have a group of employees that this won't be good for. They absolutely know when they're rolling these policies out that there's not going to be 100% acceptance across the board. They know that some people won't like this. And so the decision is really for the employees to decide, do they want to work for this company given this new information? Or do they prioritize the new work environment that they've created or the new city that they've moved to? And they have to make a choice. 
you know, companies change all the time given this these external forces. Sometimes companies will go into new markets. Like imagine joining a business that was, uh, you know, all about uh, gymnastics. I don't know. Weird that that's the first example that popped into my head, but I'm I'm trying to learn how to do a backflip. So imagine <laughs> imagine if you join a business that's all about gymnastics and then because they had to pivot covid whatever they leased out their warehouse that they used to do gymnastics to store luxury auto autos uh, automotive like vehicles and now they realize they can make a lot more money with their warehouse storing luxury cars than gymnastics and the owner happens to be a luxury car creator now that whole uh business has pivoted and changed and their employees might not care at all about cars. You know, like that happens all the time when your products change, your services change, your markets change, your customers change. Businesses will go up market and people that are really passionate about small business don't want to work there anymore. Businesses will grow in terms of their number of employees and the sense of community changes and the employees don't want to work there anymore. Businesses are always changing. This policy example of how we operate with remote work is just one example of a company evolving. And so you can't, you know, put it, put the, the, uh, put it back in the box once it's out of the box. It's like, this has already happened. And rather than petitioning or complaining or trying to change the policy, the employees have to realize this is what the companies decided. They wouldn't have put out this communication if they hadn't decided that this is their norm. This is how they want to operate. But now as an employee, you get to make the choice of do you want to stay in this environment or do you want to move on to a different business? And I think it's unfortunate that a lot of people are having to be thrown into this situation where what was okay last year is no longer okay. But it's the reality that businesses are always changing and our employees always have to be considering whether this is the right company and this is the right size and this is the right market for me. And that's what's happening now. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.